Hi, and welcome to this week's edition of the Ocean View Podcast. No matter where you're at in our country or around the world, we thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Now sit back and enjoy this week's message. Good morning, everybody. I hope and pray that you had an amazing Christmas, and I'm very hopeful that you are surrounded by family and friends um, just basking in the memories that were made yesterday, and most importantly, thankful for the fact that Jesus Christ has come into this world. Speaking of Christmas, yesterday was a lot of fun. Um, I had bought my son a new basketball backboard and rim that needed to be attached. And so when I opened it up, he, that's what he wanted because his rim was a little bit bent and so he needed a new one. So we ran out to the front yard and as we opened the box, um, I grabbed the instructions like most of us do. And, and I had already done this job years previous. We had already replaced a rim before, so it was not a problem. And Quickly, I did what a lot of us do. I just looked at the instructions and just said, I don't need these. I got this. I mean, I'm pretty handy. I can handle this. Uh, Needless to say, uh, probably a 30-minute job took about an hour and a half because step one, I installed the rim backwards. Step two, I had to uninstall it. Step three, I then had to go find the instructions to then finally, step four, do the job correctly. I don't know if you've ever done that before, but you've just wished, why didn't I just read from the beginning? Why didn't I just take my time? I could have done it correctly. Well, today we have the opportunity to jump into God's word, and and we're going to be reading about a guy by the name of Paul, and Paul is at the end of his life, and he's passing down wisdom to a young man named Timothy, and he's inspiring Timothy to always remember to go back to the truth and the truth about God's word. So as we get close to this new year, let's be reminded from the message of Paul on how important it is for us to stay connected to the true source of the truth. We're going to pick things up in 2 Timothy chapter 4, beginning in verse 9. It says this in verse 9 of chapter 4. Timothy, please come as soon as you can. Demas has deserted me because he loves the things of this life and he's gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia, and Titus has gone to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Bring Mark with you when you come, for he will be helpful in my ministry. Just to give a little bit of context here, Paul is at the end of his life, and Paul is pouring into Timothy. And you see an urgency in Paul's voice. He needs help. A few of his associates are off in the missionary world. But there's one gentleman by the name of Demas, which in the English language is Damon. Demas... He has left the ministry because he loved the things of this life too much. And it's a warning to you and I as we end out 2021, how many times do I battle the things of this life, the decisions of this world that are contrary to what God's plan is for me? How many times do I run from God and do I fall into the trap of loving the things of the world more than I love God's plan? It's almost as if Paul was sending a warning to you and I. In fact, early on in this chapter, in chapter 3, Paul sends a warning to Timothy about this situation. We begin to see the context of what Paul is writing. Really quickly, let's take a look at what he says to Timothy about the things of this world. Pick it up in chapter 1, or chapter 3 of verse 1. He says, you should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, 
scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. What a powerful reminder for you and I. Taking it into today, December 26th, this is a time after Christmas where we begin to reflect on our lives. In 2021, did you grow closer in your relationship, God, or farther away? Only you can answer that question. Only I can answer that question. We can act religious and we can go to church and we can smile at people all day long, but the truth is only we and God knows the status of our relationship with him. And what Paul was saying is there are enemies of what God wants to do. If you remember from last week, last week we said that there is no peace because we said there is warfare in man's heart. That every day we struggle against our humanity, struggle against our sinful nature. And the only way for us to grow closer to our relationship with God, in our relationship with God, is if we battle the sinful desire of heart. We battle against the things that Paul said. What were those things? Let's take a look at the list that Paul lays out. Maybe you struggle with some of this as well. Take a look. Boastfulness, slander, pride, lack of self control, disobedience, cruelty, ungratefulness, hate, apathy, disloyal, unforgiveness, recklessness. When you read that list, I don't know about you, but I can raise my hand on some of those enemies of us growing in a relationship with God. In 2022, there's a great opportunity for you and me. Now, it's just another day on a calendar. Let's just be honest. But for some reason, many of us, we close out this year, and it's almost as if we say, I get an opportunity to have a fresh start. I have the opportunity to be able to put away these things of the world, put away the sinfulness that I carry, and to grow and to battle and to grow in my relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, Terry, how do I do that? Very quickly, let's talk specific and let's learn a lesson that Paul has to say. Because watch what Paul says to Timothy in these final passages. Take a look at this. This is verse 14. But you must, Timothy, remain faithful to the things that you've been taught. You know that they are true, for you know that you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the holy scriptures from childhood. And they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God. And it's useful to teach us what is true. To make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong. And it teaches us to do right. God used it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. I think this is really, really important. And if you don't hear anything else I say in this very short message, and I'm almost done, Paul reminds us of where truth comes from. If you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, if you celebrated Christmas this year, you only have one of two choices. Either God is who he said he is, or he was a maniac. There is no in-between. You can't celebrate Christmas and say, oh, it's a wonderful holiday, 
and live your life the way that you want to live it. The truth is, is Jesus was the Son of God, and he has a plan and a purpose for your life. And what Paul says is, if you're a follower of Jesus, then you have four reminders of what God can do for you this year. And so I really hope that you lean in right now, because there are four principles to what Paul just said in that scripture. And those four are as follows. He calls us to go back to his word. And if we do, watch what happens. Terry, when you come into a situation where you don't understand or don't know what to do, my word, my principles can teach you. They can teach you the right way to do things. If you live life the way that you've wanted to live your life, maybe you've been living by the wrong playbook. If you continue to find yourself in difficult situation after difficult situation, maybe it's time to finally say there's a better way. And that better way is through Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is the word of truth. And so it's time to go back to his word so you can be taught. Here's the great thing that when you learn and when you are taught something, it reminds you of what you're not doing right. Now we don't like that. And when we see the word rebuke, that's why we don't go to his word. Because, well, Terry, when I read it, I realize what I'm not doing right. Exactly. The only way for us to get better, the only way for us to grow in our relationship with God is to realize when we do something wrong. And here's the great thing about God. My greatest fear is not that God would place his hand on me. My greatest fear is that God would take his hand off of me. And so when we read his word, it's as if we're asking God to place his hand on us, to guide us, rebuke us. And here's the great thing, that next principle that Paul talks about is he doesn't smack us. He lovingly corrects us. You see, in correction, there's grace. In correction, there's love. And God is faithful to come alongside of us and to help us each day to grow in these principles, being patient with us. And that's the last principle that I love is God doesn't leave us to figure it out by ourselves. God allows us to be trained through his word. He gives us detailed instructions on how we can live a better life. If in 2021 you're not in the place in your relationship with God that you'd like to be, then I want to challenge you to go back to his truth. Because if you go back to his truth, you will be taught, rebuked, lovingly corrected, and then you will grow in the right things, in the right ways. You won't fall into the trap of Demos. One of the ways that you can do that is is start in the new year. If you've been a Christian for a lot of years, start reading the Bible through a year. And we call that here as a one-year Bible. You can jump into that and you can read each day Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms, Proverbs, and begin to grow. Now, some of us right now, we're looking and say, well, Terry, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to grow in my relationship with God. I want that. I'm going to do it. I don't need to necessarily read the Bible every day or read it all the time. I don't need to do that. Well, how's that working for you? Because you know what? One thing I learned a long time ago, the definition of insanity is living the same way, expecting a different result. And maybe you're living a life of insanity. I like to put that another way. Maybe you're Not insane, but maybe you call yourself a Christian, but you don't understand God's word. Do you know that 84% of the Christian population are biblically illiterate? 
In other words, that Christians have strong biblical opinions but not a lot of biblical knowledge? And if that's you, I would say this, you might be living a life of religiousness. And religiousness is defined as this, living a life of religious acts without authentically investing in relationships with God and man. You know, maybe you need to own this statement today and it hurts. But I would like to say the definition of religiousness is renting your faith and not owning your faith. You know, my greatest prayer for us in 2022 is that for brothers and sisters, for followers of Jesus, to stop renting their parents' faith, their aunt and uncle's faith, but instead we would just be real before God and say, God, I love you. I've not been a very good follower. I really don't know much about your word. I got a lot of opinions, and I've been running, and I've been trying to hide it, but the truth is I don't know a lick about my faith. And if that's you, this is the year. This is the year for you to finally start. You know, a wise person once told me, Terry, you know, the best way to begin to study the Word of God is to take a couple Bibles, put one of them in your bathroom, because you're going to be there pretty much every day. And what he said is, is, you know, if you struggle with reading the Word, as you walk into the Bible, just commit to reading at least one Scripture. And if you read one Scripture each time you go into the bathroom, that's a whole lot of Scripture, let me tell you. But then he said this, he said, put another one in the living room or the kitchen where you walk into on a daily basis. And if you do that, you will create a rhythm of being familiar with the Word of God. You will model for your children the importance of studying His truth. But most importantly, when life comes at you, you will be able to know how to handle it because you will have been taught you will have been rebuked. You will have been corrected. In 2022, you will be training to have a better and deeper relationship with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I pray that you have an amazing new year. And I look forward to seeing what God's going to do in 2022. May God bless you. Happy New Year.